Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, my pretties. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Now, Silas decided to share the info with me that we suddenly got a huge uptick in viewers, in particular from India, and this power bottom is wondering if there's any Indian women that want to get uh, chokeslammed into a desk before the positions are reversed. Ah, oh, that's the best I got. The best I got for a intro joke. I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy me being quite down and thirsty. And uh, before we get into anything else, I uh, just want to shout out real quick. Yeah, I do my live streaming. Got a new poll over on my Discord server, which you can find in my link tree. Deciding what I'm going to be playing after Tunic. Right now, the three choices are Dredge, what's it in a Lovecraftian horror fishing, fishing game, Disco Elysium, Wild Out There RPG, and a Forgotten Anne, from what I understand, a whimsical, uh, what's it, Metroidvania. So, if any of those sound interesting to you, or you want more information about them, join my Discord server, go over to Future Games, and you can find the poll there. You just react to one of them. So, yeah. Anyhow, is there anything you want to go before you get to your little rambling topic, Silas? What of well, them? Yeah, I wonder how many are female listeners and how many of those are male listeners, because they're all from Pod LP, so... If that's an app that basically collects no information whatsoever. They don't even have like accounts on that app. It's literally just a, a classic podcatcher app. It looks at a feed and you can click play and then it gets the file and downloads it. That's it. That's basically all it can do. Okay. So, yeah. I remember though from an interview with, what was it? An episode of Decoder where the, what is he called? Neelai Patel, the editor in, in editor and chief, or is it editor in chief? I don't even know. The guy who runs basically the Verge.com website, editor dash in dash chief. Yeah. He said that on the Verge.com, they basically have 50 50, or I think it was like 60 40 split between males and females. But on YouTube, uh-huh. it's like, 95% males because that's what YouTube decided should watch these videos. So oh, that's YouTube channel? Okay. Very interesting. Yeah, they have a Verge YouTube on the Verge YouTube on their channel. That's what I, oh, what I mean. Yes, 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 yes. One thing that I think is really cool is that OBS now allows AV1 streaming on YouTube. Nice. So what's that? A new codec for compressing video, which is Cool, because that means you can have the same quality now with AV1 that you had before with X264. Or oh, the, the H264 codec, the older one. 40% less data, but it looks the same. Okay. Or you can make it look a lot nicer with the same bitrate. So if you have shit internet, it's good because you can now use AV1 on YouTube and it will look a lot better and you don't have to use more data from it or you can turn your data down and it will look the same i think that's really exciting it's good for youtube because they save money on bandwidth it's good for the viewers because you don't have and to part of video you don't have and to it, make does it affect the audio as well i don't i actually don't know probably i don't know i 
only heard people talk about it in general of live streams. What this eventually just means is you don't have to worry about, oh no, is this streamer going to have a 360p version? Because the full HD one is going to use the same amount of data as like, well, not maybe not as a 360p version, but as a 720p one, probably. That's That's pretty good. You can only do it on YouTube, I think. I don't think I'll Twitch again. supports it. Twitch doesn't it. support it. I think YouTube does maybe something else that I don't know about, but Twitch doesn't. You can bet your ass they're actually working on it, though, because yeah, at least Amazon is, because Amazon, of course, they are, because they're going to sell this to other companies to make money. <laughs> yeah, OBS, I'm looking at it now. What's it? I, I The YouTube, what's it? RTMPS, I'm going to show all to see if I can find it. That's not the the encoder. You have to go to the encoder settings. Oh, okay. You need a supported graphics card. Oh, well, there we... What's the supported graphics card? Because I got 39 and it's not working for that. At least Intel Arc is, because that was the first card to have AV1 built in, which was the one bit where they were actually, like, revolutionary, the Intel Arc graphics cards. Let's actually, see. Actually, no, hold on. I got, like, I got two now. I got what's it? The hardware NVENS SC NVIDIA graphics card, blah blah blah. H.26, which was the only one I could select previously, but now I have HEVC. That's not correct. That's the one that hasn't caught on. HEVC is AKA H265, the successor to H264, but nobody uses it because it sucks. And also licensing uh, th- issues. Thank goodness you mentioned. What, licensing? What do you mean licensing? Yeah, to put this into software and for companies to use this, they have to pay whoever invented H.265 for like patent rights and shit. That's the reason right. why a lot of Linux distros now can't play videos by default because it's like, oh, H.264 and H.265 video compression, that's like patented. Watch out, watch out, because... They're, you have I, to pay like I thousands in licensing fees. <laughs> so you need the Intel Arc A series, so A seven hundred blah blah Intel A graphics card. Or what about um, NVIDIA? AMD seven thousand series or NVIDIA four thousand series. Oh come on. They not even it's not even working on like the thirty ninety, the big flagship from the thirty series. That's insane. So on my that- end, I can I can actually see I selected YouTube instead of the the aircast restreaming thing that I use, and now in the encoder settings on output it says SVT AV one, I don't know what SVT means, and then AOM AV one, and then the regular HVC and H two six four. And this is more just like a question for the audience. I'm just wondering what are like your personal daily hygiene routines you know because this is somewhat relevant very late start today and before i got to a podcast i went for a shower and then did a bunch of other stuff to freshen up after that like what's the stuff you do daily if you if, if like some people do shower daily i tend to alternate for water con- conservation reasons but uh, there are like a bare minimum of things i do every day and i do wonder audience what's yours for example mine i have what's it a What's it? A face scrub. Then what's it? A more in-depth, slightly acidic one. 
the breakup after that, which then I wash away. And then I apply like some moisturizer to my face and other various body parts. And if it's on a day, particularly I, where I don't shower, I also use a little bit of body wash for the essential areas. You know, the unmentionables, the pits, get in the feet. And uh, yeah, that's basically what I do every day. To make sure I'm smelling fresh and clean and feel great. Which I also would mention, although I was wondering why put in that many steps. Like, just, you feel like you're taking care of yourself, which is very good for the mental health, just as a, a activity you can do daily without, like, taking up a lot of time, a lot of effort, you know, just a quick scrub of the face, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I did, I did something to make sure I'm not a complete stop today, and I feel good about that, and that, that just releases the happy dopamine in your brain. But anyhow, what are your daily hygiene routines, viewers? Do let us know if there's anything good that you think might be quick and easy for a lot of people to do that a lot of people know about, or if you just want to share what specifically you do. Comment down below on the YouTube video, or like email us, or if your podcasting platform supports that, comment as well. Anywho, and also if you can like individual what's iTunes viewers now as well for each episode, give those individual episodes five stars. Thank you very much. I think that's everything. No days of the years that are notable, right? National Technology Day. I mean, fitting commentary. Yeah. And also, what I liked is National Eat What You Want Day on the 11th. I mean, that's just ev- that's just every day I do. So <laughs> nice. Topic number one. Discord plans make everyone change their username. Like fools. Like bloody fools, somebody slapped them upside the back of the head. Discord has announced plans to change its username system, requiring users to create a unique username with an at symbol similar to Twitter and Instagram. Why? Just why? The platform currently has 150 million active users who are identified by a name, hashtag, and four numbers. Yeah, like, that's it. That's all you need. You know? The Discord says the change is to make the platform more accessible, but it, it already is. It's just, like, a different thing that's not the similar as what's at Twitter, but it's, like, it's the thing. You have your name, and then you can change, like, particular usernames for each server, you know, like a nickname, which is fun, but you have, like, a proper username. As instead of like an at behind it is identified by a hashtag of numbers. It, it, ju- it just is the thing. I just. However, some users have criticized the move, suggesting it could lead to impersonation issues. Yeah, that is also a thing. Like you have your thing right now and people know it. But what if someone moves like, you know, a, a Project Melody, they grab that at first, but in, before Project Melody. And then it's like, you know, <laughs> oh, well, now I just have this impersonator to deal with. So, great. And that, and again, that's just a very specific example. But it's like, yeah, this will probably be an issue for a lot of people who are known by a specific, like, identifier right now. And then things become up for grabs when you have to create a new at. It just seems incredibly foolhardy. You, you really shouldn't do this. This is, like, too late into the game for this kind of change. You just have your system, and that's how it works. You can make improvements to make it more secure, fine, but like, 
this is just like an overhaul to be optically similar to what's in Twitter and Instagram in a way that I don't approve. The change will be implemented in the coming weeks with the order determined by accounting. Oh god, that's even that's even worse. Like someone who just has like an older account could like before <laughs> like the launch of the thing, someone became like a VTuber in 2020, 2021, has a decent success, has a specific like username that somebody else grabs with the at. Like, you know? That's and uh, yeah, yeah, you th- you had some questions. You think this could be able to improve the experience or cause more problems? I-, I feel fairly certain about that. Do you have any different opinions there, Silas? I don't think it's actually going to matter very much. I think that it's just going to be more annoying to use in the future. I just don't want to change. It feels if unnecessary you've used at this Instagram time. or Twitter before, and you tried to get a username, it's already taken before. It's already taken. It's gone. If you look at any Instagram page, it's it's like, oh, I don't I don't know, like cute cat underscore underscore one eight seven nine dot five. And that's the username. Yeah. That's what you they want. That's what your goal is, Discord. That's ju- that's dumb. Yeah, like you can just have what's it <clears throat> the name and then the hashtag with those numbers to add the uniqueness to it, but like people just focus on the name. It's like way better. You know, it's it's basically putting the at as the hashtag after the proper name you want, and then having the numbers come along after, like, you know, signify what I unique one it is. You know? I, I just think it's better, you know? It's just a better system where people can for re- uh, you know, for understandable reasons. For example, like various VTubers or whatnot want to identify as Lich, as in, you know, a necromancer in the lore and have the name they have different icons all that but they both they all go for the lich thing and then they just get a different string of numbers after it with the hashtag i think that's fair and fine and it's not like just more accessible and better because you don't have to include that you can just like do the at for like in a particular server of like lich and then it selects them with the number after that you don't have to think about that but it does it is there as a signifier it's just, I, it's just worse <laughs> for multiple reasons. It Anyhow. is. Two, how might this change impact the way users interact on Discords, especially in terms of privacy and security? Well, I, I'm expecting a lot of users, users. Not a lot, but like in terms of privacy and security, again, this will just leave, like you said, to YouTubers, to Twitch streamers, yeah. all that, who make who are like have not been on the account since its found foundation. And came after the fact when it became more of a success, even if they have been streaming or making videos like years on end, will probably have a lot of people jank their names because they're older accounts. Not only that, but also imagine your Linus from Linus Tech Tips. His Twitter thing is like at Linus G Sebastian, I think. So I don't know what his Discord is. Let's assume his Discord name also is Linus G Sebastian five mm-hmm. one. Seven eight or some shit, and then those numbers go away. If he doesn't change his name, do you know how many people will attempt to message him and add him as a friend? Because now it's like obvious which one he is, unless oh, yeah. he changes all of his names on like his name on Discord. That's the dumbest yeah, thing ever. I completely forgot about that. There's like the like you're there on Discord. You can peer other the forms, but there's like 
a slight level of seclusion generated by the numbers of people yes. not just being able to at you in every server. That that is like good. That is something I forgot about. Like it's to build an internal community, whereas like it's you know Twitch, sorry, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. There's an external platform, you know. What's it? Not community, something base, external fan base or something where like you're outward facing and other people can interact with you and you can promote yourself via that. Whereas like Discord is simply, you know, like a place for people already in on you, like like your stuff or like a similar group on Arby to meet up and just hang out. It's not for promoting it necessarily in and of itself. You know? There's That's many like YouTubers really good. that collaborate using Discord. Mini streamers, oh, yeah. everything. So yeah. maybe they use different accounts for the stuff they use like within their YouTube friend circle and then on their public servers. Maybe Who not. Knows? Nobody Who knows, knows like, except for them. But this is going to make it probably a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be terrible. Anyhow, what challenge might arise as users transition to use Newses. Basically, Again, already said that. Yeah. Jenkin. Just a Jenkin. Just a Jenkin. Just sucks. Yeah. And number four, how could Discord address the potential impersonation issue resulting from the change? Just don't do the change. Yeah, Just don't, don't. Do it. I've actually cancelled my Discord Nitro and I've put in a reason why. I put other yeah. and I put the shitty new username system. Don't do Please it. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I, I, I like something, it. you know? I, I, I like the way it is now. The way it is now is, like, good for multiple reasons. You know? It's just, like, visually different from what's it, Twitter and Instagram. But it's not, like, that hard to pass. You know, especially because, like, you typically just join a Discord server and know people via that. You know? If need be, they'll just share the what's it particular name via DMs or another platform if you want to directly communicate with a, a particular person for any reason. It's not that complicated, you know? What I, I don't get I, about I really this... I hate this. What I, I don't get about this is that Discord have said most people d don't remember their digits. Which yeah, I think they, that's a stupid point anyways because you can just click on it and copy it. First of all, that... But also, they don't need to remember it. They, they just said, need to share it with people, and they do that by highlighting it. Do you think I remember my at every specific moment of the day? I'm glad I got at Passion Sod on Twitter, but it's not that not something I remember every single waking moment. You know, really, I do. <laughs> I also get this. I also remember. My mobile phone number, which is like what, like twelve digits or some shit. I also I, remember I don't. my I postal code, which in Germany is five numbers. Ooh, that's what Discord developers are scared of. Whenever they have to enter their their zip code into an online form to pay for some shit, it's like, oh no, where do I live? What are the numbers or letters? I do, the hell you I do remember my postal code, and I'm like <laughs> dyslexic. It's like. It's not that complicated. You know what? Five codes for you. I have to remember what's it like to do seven. Over yeah, here in Ireland. Ireland is like different, right? I've, you have well, like, like I think you have a postal by, code like, for every house, don't you? Is that uh, not yeah. what it is? So yeah. that's different already. Probably better. <laughs> yeah, it's not only that. It's like okay, you ha okay. What region is this? And then house. You know, it's like yeah, we just have like vaguely like parts of cities. 
Yeah, that's far worse and like less specific for the mailman. But uh, and it's now, fine, back to the yeah, Discord thing before we go on the tangent. They also said, "Don't change, please." Yeah, don't change it. They also said most, or I don't know if it was most, but a lot of friend requests that get sent don't reach the correct person. How do you think this is going to change this? If suddenly I have to remember, remember, oh yeah, my Discord name is. Silas on Linux I, Discord underscore one. I, I cool. have to question like the truth of that, you know? Because like if I've ever had to like send a friend request, it has I, always worked every single time because they just copy that, and paste it their fucking name. Like this is not bullshit. only that, but it's like, oh, okay, look, hold on, let's see. Just example. Either that, like or now, I get like spam do, friend requests already from like Discord servers, from like scammers. Just literally clicking in person on a server I was already in on Discord. I click on the profile and then send friend request, and now it is sent and arrived at the right location. It's it's done. It's literally just done. Da, right da, now. Da, da. Another thing that really bothers me with the naming scheme of things is why does it need an app? Why does every username nowadays have to start with an at? Why is it not just a username? <laughs> it's stupid. It's not just well, I mean, we it ping is it. just it's part well, the, of the name itself. I That's feel really like dumb. that is to like have like accessibility. Again, the specific really? ones, this is why why I like what's it the at coming after with the numbers on Discord. It's like for example, some other people could reasonably want like Passion Sod as well because they unaware of me have been using it, and you know, we just have like a similar thing. They're like a, an IOL thing; they're not overlapping on my character or anything. It's just like two other people using yeah. Sod and being passionate about it and want at Passion Sod. So that's reasonable, but it's like like having well, Sod Passion Project is what I want to say. Basically, having the specific ads be different from, like, the actual name was, like, Sod Passion Project on what's it, Twitter. It's, like, Genesequa. Just very, very useful because then I can change about. I change it with a little red dot and live when I'm live on what's it, Twitter and it's like Twitch and YouTube. But you can so do Being able too. to change the name while having, like, a fix at is good. Yes. Whereas, like, you don't really have that necessity on Discord, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah, ever needed that's that another sense. point where it's like not again, like you. Sense. That's that means you can Discord have three different names. You're gonna have three different yeah. names: the at name, your display name, and then the name that's in your server profile on Discord for every yeah. single server. Why? It's like, Discord. It's like what you said. It's just an inherently internal, you know, platform. Whereas like Twitter and Instagram are external when you're going out and presenting stuff to people. Either people who you know, a significant amount of them already follow you because they like you, but like also potentially new people with every post. Yeah. One th- one last thing I want to say about this, kind of. I don't know if I don't get this. I am against this. I think this is a stupid change. But I don't understand why people right now are saying that this is going to lead to impersonation. Because theoretically, this means that every name is going to be unique, right? Well, no, right it's now, a- I can name myself Linus Tech Tips. Right now, nobody knows if 5373 is actually Linus Tech Tips' number. 
Nobody knows. Well, he knows. But I can just can, claim to be the official one. He can one. verify that. And he himself on other platforms can say, hey, this number here ain't me. Fake account. Do not trust. You can then d- just like dox and claim it's wrong, you know? Like, there is stuff to do there. And again, it's more like the whole thing is like impersonation in this regard. is like someone's going to be able to jank them with this because of the way they're setting this up. Older accounts going to go first. Whereas, like, content creators are probably going to be disproportionately newer because they come to the platform after it is more established. A vast majority. Yeah. Some people are always jumping on the newest thing just in case, straight away. God bless them. But uh, that, that ain't everybody, <laughs> and it's going to lead to some issues. This is going to lead to some issues. It just is if they follow through on it. Whereas, Speaking like, right now, which, you can just, like, yeah. condemn. Speaking of which, uh, at... Silas VT at techhub.social on Mastodon. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to migrate to another account. At Silas VT was a stupid name for a Mastodon account. I don't know why I put VT there. So let's hop on to the next. That okay with you? A Chinese PC maker, PowerStar, rebrands Intel CPU <laughs> as the P3 Zero one one zero five. That name I'm, scares Discord developers. <laughs> I will. I will say for no other reason than just sparking a thing in my brain. Apparently, Jedi Survivor has a lot of droids in it, and I, that makes me so happy. I'm so sad that the droids went went away. Like, I just think I get like the original trilogy came out before the prequels, so obviously couldn't take part in that. But I really hope they just kind of re-emerge back into Star Wars canon, you know? It's like, oh, we did we just for reasons didn't focus on them in these films, you know? Uh, for whatever reason, because like, logistically, it's like, uh, you know, the order the films actually came out in. I do wish other films would just start including them again, because I do love them. I do love the droids. How about a Jedi that just, like, makes and repairs a bunch of droids and has them as an army? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I, oh god, I, I hope what's it the, the cow gets one of the, like battle droids. They can just fold up into the ba- backpack, you know, the the uh, thin ones, the you know, uh, kind of yellowy ones to take with them and aid them and fight. I wish that's an upgrade. God, let that be an upgrade. Please. Please. I need it. I need it so bad. I need it so bad. Anyhow, where was I? This is from TomHardware.com. A Chinese computer manufacturer, Power Leader, has launched a new processor and desktop PC. So desktop for a, a new processor and desktop PC, the PowerStar, which is uh, suspected to be a rebranded version of the Intel's Core i3-Bapadipadu Comet Lake CPU. The Power Leader processor is described as extremely high performance, <laughs> as extremely high performance, and X. 86, sorry, x86 compatible. A power leader has not mentioned any partnership with Intel, and Chinese tech news media has made no reference to the rebrand. The power star has, will reportedly be launched soon with a target of 1.5 million Allen's annual sales. So they, so they basically just ripped off, ripped off the Intel thing. As yeah, I think they Chinese, just take the China's one to do, and uh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, yeah great. in response to Harukazi 
5719's tweet about this power star, P3 Bapadabada, another Twitter user pointed out that we are looking at is almost certainly an Intel Core i3 Common Lake CPU. The following clues uh, can really point to this. A physically lugged heat spreader design and other physical characteristics. Physically, a physical substrate design is identical as far as we can see. A silkscreen yes. print format on the IHS is the same. The power leader processor yes. name slightly jumbles Intel's compared Oh yeah, those are just the same set of numbers, isn't it? <laughs> yes. They are both marked as capable of a 3.70 gigahertz base clock. Last but not least, the QR code on the upper right of the Power Stars is said to be at mass <laughs> Intel. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was very funny to me. That, you know, that, China that, that means they're literally just like... China is so interesting to me because they have a lot of smart people there and a lot of smart people making new things, but then also things like this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is kind of the problem with so much manufacturing being sent over China just for like a logistical reason. You can just do this. And like so much of the operating is done over there that we can't logistically stop them. You know? Not for Intel, though. Not their Intel chips. They make That's their own it. chips. They make them in the US. And I think package how... it in, like, Malaysia or Singapore. Yeah, then I have to wonder how, like that. how the QR code matches then. Because if they're not literally just ripping off a, a chip, literally just, like, janking off the Intel name and sampling on their own, if they're actually going through the steps of recreating it one for one, why is the QR code the same? That seems ludicrously stupid. Um, that's how AMD started. They would scan, like, what is it? Like X-ray Intel's chips and then exactly copy it for a number of years until they made a deal uh. with Intel to actually license their stuff. And now AMD makes their own chips. It's not no longer just ripped off of Intel. Well, I don't think that's, that's feasible for this, though, because it's, like, very small technology nowadays that used to be very easy to do oh they just copied it speaking yeah. of linus tech tips again in one of his podcast episodes he talked about he, he has a screwdriver he makes a screwdriver it's apparently very good if you believe any screwdriver reviewer ever it's a very I mean, good yeah, screwdriver. He makes a very good drink like what can we say he knows he's no. an expert mixologist no an actual screwdriver. That's not that's you think that's funny, it kind of is. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. I thought about it quickly enough, especially as someone who does not drink. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I'm happy I know the name and it came to be quickly enough for it to be a timely joke. And the word mixologist. What a bullshit well, that name that nowadays is. I mean, again, if you can actually properly mixed drinks, I feel like that's a fair term to, to throw at you. That you know? annoys me almost as much as every second tech job in English being called engineer. Like, what the fuck is up with that? Like, English? Do English speak, like, do Americans, like, not feel special when they're, when, when they can't call themselves an engineer in their job? Electrical I, I, engineer. 
software engineer, support technician engineer, fucking random shit. Well, again, I I feel like it doesn't help you. You're like constructing and maintaining various things. I feel like engineer. Snowflake language bullshit. I mean, a lot of them do also have to have like a master's in what's it engineering. So it's like, maybe that's where it comes from. I don't think like it so is. many people have what's it the the, the what's it technical expertise from college that it, they wanted it at some point just included in the job description and but uh yeah so Linus talked about how they were developing the screwdriver and while trying to find companies to make the screwdriver they also looked in China I don't know where exactly it comes from now it's made in Canada enough so they can brand it made in Canada, whatever mm-hmm. that means. But hey, just like made in, he's a Canadian, I would assume, right? Yeah, but. Then yeah, it's just like a bit of nationals, like hoorah, made in my country, you know? Yeah, but parts, parts come from China, I think, because he talked about how they were looking for people to make, I think, I don't remember what it was, but some part for the screwdriver and they mm-hmm. just sent a screwdriver, I think. I don't know if they sent like a model screwdriver or a development version or if they even just sent pictures, but they definitely didn't send the company, the manufacturer, like blueprints and stuff, how to make it. And mm-hmm. within days, they made an exact copy, an exact thing. Of course thing. they did. You send them a physical thing. It's, it's like sending a signature over to a, a renowned counterfeiter. Of course they're going to figure it out. But how is it it's that the good whole thing? thing. Because it's the, he's talked about how, how amazing it is, like, basically perfect without any plans or anything. So I'm not surprised that they've done it's this. A whole, it's a um, whole expertise of, like, quickly copying things, you know? Yeah, it's a skill, I it's guess. Like how, yeah. do, how does, you know, like, a, what's it, a baker make a cake look absolutely fantastic, like a piece of art? It's their expertise. They've dedicated years personally and collectively as like an industry to perfecting and mastering the skill of course they're disproportionately good at it they've set themselves up to be it's how it works moving on yes here enough from hardware.com yeah smuggling continues dun 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 not surprising either if you've listened to a few episodes ago with the 6000 SD cards yeah. Smugglers were caught in Hong Kong trying to transport 70 computer display cards. Why why have I put display cards? <laughs> computer graphics cards hidden in cargo containing 280 kilograms of live lobsters. 117 pounds, apparently. The GPUs are suspected to be okay. older entry-level NVIDIA Quadro K2200 cards which is from 2014, by the way, so that's really weird. The cargo, valued at around 600,000 Hong Kong dollars, or 76.5 US, Mm -hmm. was seized as an attempt, as it attempted to cross the Hong Kong... Oh. (laughs) Macau Bridge? I'm sorry, I I apologize. No, I think that's really Zuhai Macau, probably, maybe, I don't know. Smuggling is common on the Hong Kong mainland China route due to the attractive markup caused by zero sales tax in Hong Kong compared to rates up to 13% on the mainland. 
still guess, yeah, really that, interesting. But like thirteen percent on like every single one is like okay, that's like a lot of money. If you like give half of what you save to like the people smuggling, then that still is a noticeable mock-up compared. Oh, but God, why so... smuggle mm-hmm. things from twenty fourteen? Mid yeah, look at that total. Entry, look like... look at that total value. Look at that total value. You know, thirteen percent of that that no longer has to be like paid in taxes as as you sell uh, sell it. Like that's a lot. That's God. We're looking at what's it? Uh, Is it seven point six five thousand dollars? Yeah, enough for smuggling. Again, like you think, like, oh, smuggling this. No, seven point six five thousand. Because it's like roughly, roughly in term in terms of like U.S. dollars. I mean. Oh, the thirteen percent. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that okay. I thought you just that. read the number wrong. Okay, I apologize. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a little <laughs> bit, little bit higher than that because it's thirteen percent. I'm just taking the ten yeah. cent value. You could throw a little bit extra onto that to get like fully accurate. But like, if you just pay someone like two grand to smuggle it, you're making out. You're making out. Yeah, you know? but I've looked it up now. You can get up to ten years imprisonment. Yeah, but like for smuggling things into China. Well, isn't this out really? of China because it's smuggling from the mainland to from what's Hong, it? Kong Hong Kong into Kong. the mainland? No, oh, Hong Kong oh, has zero percent. Yeah. China has thirteen tax. Then it's yeah. into China into so like I don't know, man. I'm not gonna risk going for. 10 years for $8,000? What's that like? Oh, I could work for like three months or do this. No, I'm not going to do this. Well, you got to admit, like, it's a one day. For one day, you can make the money you do in like three months. And uh, what was I thinking? Yeah. Again, smuggling's fairly common. Like, for like every one we want to to catch. There's at least two we don't, you know? That's the thing. They, That's not a reason to do it. <laughs> I, I know, but like eventually people just fall into the routine of doing it, thinking like, you know, I've done this so often, I'm just not going to get caught. And sooner sooner or later, well, not sooner or later, a lot of the time people just get unlucky before they stop doing it. But that, some people, some people bail out eventually without getting caught. Just the fact. Sorry about that. But yeah, it's like risk reward. It's like, okay, if I get caught in 10 years, but I'm not super likely to get caught. And the reward I get is the equivalent of like three months of work, you know? So, what? You support doing this? Not support, no. but it's like. I'm just explaining the mindset, you know? I mean, that applies if to other things, too, now that we have I know, Indian but it's like, listeners. If there's, not, it's like, not, if there's not, like, a huge risk of a negative con- consequence, you know, and the negative consequence isn't incredibly bad, you know, the 10 years is still bad, but it's not, like, a death sentence or, like, life imprisonment bad, so some people might be willing to risk it, especially, like, older folks who just want that money as well. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting up there. Like any prison sentence is basically a life sentence anyhow. So let's stop rolling those dice for myself or my next kin and see see what happens. See what I can get away with. 
It also says between 100 to 500% of the evaded taxes is can be part of the punishment. So, I guess, but it's like, that's theoretically a lot, a lot of money. And they can take the property that you tried to smuggle. That makes the most yeah, sense. I mean, yeah, that's, obvious, that's, that's right? just going to happen. But in yeah. terms of like the taxes thing, it's like, you're getting paid in cash for doing this. You probably like have it stashed or passed on to somebody. Keep it hidden. You probably have very little yourself in your own name. You know, you would like if you're doing this. It's just like you're renting an apartment. I or like that old where you would have just like left things to your kids at that point. Just for again, if you're doing this as well, how much would you legitimately have to lose? You know, that is also the thing. If they don't have a lot to lose, then like the negative repercussions aren't that bad. It's like well. My life is already shit. It's going to get slightly more shit if I do this. But, like, I don't have anything to lose in this scenario, so may as well. Let's see. That's the thing. Income. When people are doing, for the most part, doing well off, like, it's a, a, a massive risk. They have to be very greedy and want, like, a lot more or desperate and need money quickly in order to do stuff like this. Like, statistically, you know, there are still some people who are just like, okay, this is easy. Let's do this. or. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't care. Give me my money. So the Give average the money income, fine. average salary for a male person working in Hong Kong is two thousand four hundred and thirty US dollars. So well, this is in like a, in a month per month. Yes. Yeah, but this is like you could be working and That's do like this on half the weekend. a year for that. Yeah, for one day. Wait, no. Say 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 that again. I misheard you. This was like. $2,500 a month. Let's save that. Let's round it up. And Oh, yeah. $2,500 so that's like half a, a year, almost. Is it? Kind of? What? 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 In specifically to the amount you're saving here? Because like... To the, well, not half a year. Also, it's like you'd probably be paying three somebody months. else less. Yeah, three months. You know? Maybe two. Well, no, it, it would probably... Pay. If it's 2500 and you're paying somebody like 2000 to do this, you know... It's like suddenly, nearly a month, yeah. a month salary in like one day of work. You know, suddenly seems a lot less attractive to me. Having looked up the actual wage of people, like if you made a lot less money than this, I'd be like, okay, I get it. But if eventually you end up with, I guess it's because it's in one day, it's still impressive. But like, yeah, that's it's like not good. it's that. But also, you could like desperately need money. You could be in debt to people. There are like other circumstances that affect this. If you have a gambling habit, and then suddenly, oh, I owe money to the wrong people. Well, then here we are. At least I think we can both agree that this is not the worst crime to do. Like honestly, yeah, that's not. Yeah. It's not actually that bad, is it? No, at least it's just like a regulatory thing that I understand the government doing because like it provides the infrastructure for people to do these transactions safely without like it becoming Mad Max. So it's like, okay, here's the taxable percent here. You're gonna give this to us so like we continue maintaining all the infrastructure, like the roads used to get to places, education used to like get trained and intelligent workers, and so on and so on and so forth. I can get more behind this than I can some other like shady kind of business things like now that we have indian listeners 
I'm sure Indian people hate these too. Those people, those scammers that will call like an old grandma and be like, oh, your computer has a virus. You'll have to let me onto your computer so we can clean it. And they'll run, oh some, run some random commands and it's, it costs like, oh, we'll fix it now. Play, pay $2,000 for lifetime security now. I've watched, I like, well, that's the one, one of the few things I like to watch or listen on YouTube that's like kind of audio based scam busting things where people fuck with those scammer people from all around the world a lot of them seem to be from india because you do like one call and you get like two thousand dollars payment or some shit it's like insane it's like what would be good money like a good salary for someone in germany or ireland or other european countries but in india that's like mad money so yeah fuck those people but oh you've put some some sd cards into a bike <laughs> so to to save 13 percent on the taxes to the government yeah that's not yeah. that bad like it doesn't take money I mean, away from i mean it kind of takes money away but like the government is gonna find it anywhere else it's well fine. i not again i don't have a l- bunch of like super duper mall objections it's just like logist the logistics of like yeah like everything gets taxed a little bit because it will maintain the infrastructure to do all of this safely through various means like i said yeah physical infrastructure to transport things you know the work of force you know through education making sure everyone stays healthy with like medical services and like things like the damp- a pandemic don't get super out of hand as we've experienced recently tax money goes towards that it's it's a whole thing. I don't have any moral objections to what they're doing. It's just like, but logistically, if they got caught, fair enough. Yes. Yeah, go to jail for like a not absurd amount of time. And the products are then seized and they're sold by the government or something. Fair and enough. Don't fair take enough. Old, old people's money in the yeah. form of Google Play cards because you called them on their phone. That's bad. Anyhow, I, I have a, a strong moral objection to that because you're just that's elder abuse at a certain point, yeah. you know. And I like all every time I read the comments there, it's like, oh, Indian person here, fuck these people. That's not real Indians. Those are scammers and everybody hates them. And I absolutely believe it. Yeah. We have I mean, shitty call centers like that in Germany as well. Now not not as much now anymore because yeah, nobody uses their phones anymore here. Anyway, it's not even old people really, so that's not. That's well, that and like legislation to deal with that—that that is the thing. It's like the reason, like, why isn't China microsofting like we saw with the other one, just blatantly ripping off the Intel three chip? You know, it's like, well, it's not really affecting anything within the country. If anything, yeah. it's benefiting the country. So it's like we're not going to stop this. It's like other countries are suffering from this. So it's like, meh. What's like a what's it called like a random sheriff in some random fuck town in midwest america gonna do about an indian guy who called and took two thousand dollars from you nothing will happen basically nothing i don't even think the fbi would be able to do anything about that just because like another country thing anyhow yeah if i'm like mm -hmm. the 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 international police things have very much other things to worry about that are yeah, actually immediately dangerous. So that's yeah. Microsoft Edge will soon hijack Outlook and Team Links by default. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Hardware. That seems inappropriate, but whatever. Da, 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 da. 
Da, Microsoft da, da, da. explains it will be changing the way links open in a Microsoft 365 Outlook and Team Apps, causing dissatisfaction among users. Previously, clicking a link would open it in the user's default browser, but now links will open in Microsoft Edge by default. <laughs> That's so bad, especially if you don't have it installed. Like, I just use it. I like Edge, but it's like... You- Okay. I don't you... think it should. I don't think it should just open an app by default. It should open by default in the default browser. Yeah, you know, you can't uninstall I, that's Edge. That's no arguable. You what? literally cannot uninstall Edge via normal means. What? Maybe you could like hack it in some way. If you just what? go to the regular software center in Windows 10, you can't uninstall it. I've tried doing that because we we're getting a new PC in my works workplace, and I I put Firefox on it because that's what I and my boss like. You, you know what? I I was gonna say that's off. like outrageous, but it actually makes sense to have like a default like browser installed that can't be deleted for the sake of being able to download and access other apps. You know, how are you to get F- Firefox installed without a browser? You know, yeah. Well, I feel I feel like you can you type in WinGet install Firefox and it installs it with the package manager that Microsoft now has, which Linux had since 1993, I, I think. Like I don't most think people a lot are of people not know how to do, do that. Yeah, most yeah, Windows don't even know people. how to. So it's like you should learn how to because it's actually awesome. I I get it's awesome, but, but how many people need or want to do that is what I'm saying. Yeah, and to the point, I get why having like a built-in browser that can't be deleted is just like Makes a good sense. safety thing. Yeah, but like you know, it should not be forced to like have this be the default thing. Yeah, you that's know? stupid. That that is beyond dumb. That if is, if that you remember so when Windows 11 came out, you couldn't even set and like a default browser. You had to set it for every single like file and website type. Oh god, that's so, so bad. You had like 12 different things to click through to set it to Firefox. <laughs> that's or Chrome so or whatever. bad. And I've I've had a good time with Windows 11. I I like the look of Windows 10 a bit more with the various panel things. I'd want that back. But like Windows 10's been all right to me so far. Windows 11. Sorry, 11, my bad. Yeah, but like, really frustrating. Microsoft claims that this change is for the user's benefit. It allows easier access and a side-by-side view, whatever that means. Whatever that means. Yeah. However, users, IT administrators are not happy with the change, accusing Microsoft of forcing its browsers on them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, That's that, what it is. I don't think it's accusation we have the evidence microsoft we have the signed hey. confession it's not an accusation at that point i mean they literally it's did just this. the fact they, they literally fact got they food this. for this with internet explorer in the 90s there was literally an antitrust lawsuit oh my the, god well one of, one of the like two times that the american government did anything against monopolies i feel it's like microsoft this is just about this the web is just browser. going to be another lawsuit about to happen then Maybe. Yeah. But Microsoft, here's a news flash. You have a feature called Windows, and you can just put a Firefox window next yeah. to Outlook and then copy the link and put it into the Firefox window. Or, click, or you know, click the just, link and it opens up the window anyways yeah. and put that yeah. next to it side by side. Yeah. Just have like the browser be set to Firefox, you know. Oh, the um, internet's like small thing. Have that open when you click the link, as opposed to the Edge one or the Chrome one or the whatever else. Microsoft concludes its support post by stating, 
Ultimately, though, if this experience isn't right to you, you can turn off this feature the first time it launches Microsoft Edge, and then out the and then in Outlook setting at any time after that. At least there is an option. You don't no, have no, to go like, into the fucking no, registry it's, it's or some it's not shit. Even like at least it's an option. Like that sentence don't is do inherently self defeating. Yeah. Admitting like, oh yeah, not everybody's gonna want this. You know, I think Dare most I people like, just won't care though. No, I I will because like if it's your default browser, another one opening up is like frustrating. You want it in your browser. I feel like no, like most people won't get these like. Like you said, like the file install system that you were on about earlier, won't get that. But when a different browser opens up from the one they're in, it's going to be inherently frustrating. Dare I say, I would copy the link from the what's it Edge, close it, and then open up a, a Firefox tab, just because like a lot of users like I want my browser. Like I, I this is my default browser for a reason. I like it. I trust it. I want to use it. Yeah. Don't open up another one. And, like, this statement is inherently self-defeating, saying, like, oh, yeah, some people aren't going to like this. And, like, Microsoft Edge, for the people who do want this, it could just as easily be the default browser. So, like, who is this fixing things for? Who? What benefit exactly. is there to doing it's this? Microsoft's fixing it for Microsoft. No, it's not fixing it. It's, like, doing the thing, and they probably should get another antitrust lawsuit thrown at them for this. It's, have they, like, changed how search works? I remember when I used Windows 10, you type something in the search bar. Usually it would never find it, even if you wanted to start a program or look at, like, a, a locally stored file. It would rarely find it and normally just show, like, a link to a Bing search. Is that still around? What? Because that would also open in... I don't in, even in remember edge. that. I do. I guess like that's weird. Do you have search on, on Windows me, Eleven? Try on, it right me, now. Let me try. Yeah, yeah. Let's do X N. Search the web. Yeah, that's a thing. It did bring up the app out of all of them. You know, when it selected like all things you could possibly do, it brought up the app, which is the only thing that like perfectly matches, which is where it's at, which is what Good. I'm looking for. And it's also like a search. So let's click on that. Okay, it does do Bing still, despite what's it, Google being my default one. Yeah, so that's I, bad. Is I, that, I, is... I made a short comparing the search no, in no. Windows 10 to the short, the, the short, the search in Pop OS. That and could be Pop OS is no. a lot nicer. My favorite thing from the short that I just talked about, my the short that I made years ago about, or like one year ago about search in Windows 10 compared to search in Pop OS Linux. My favorite part of that is where on Windows 10 I type in pictures, and the number one result is system settings change password. <laughs> And it's like, why? Why is change password the top result for typing in pictures? Why wouldn't it come up with the pictures folder? Nobody knows. But that is really funny to me. That's Windows Search in a nutshell to me. Oh, that's silly. That's silly. Anyway, I don't think there's anything else we really want to go on about. I will just call out again. New poll in my Discord server. You can find me my link tree affecting what I'll be playing on Saturdays after Tunic. We got Dredge, we got What's It Disco Elysium, and we got Forgotten Anne. 
more details about that in the Discord server, in the channel Future Games, and just click one of the actions to vote. Blank choice, you can shift your vote after the fact, but you only get the one. So, yeah, is there anything you want to do before you do the proper wrap-up? Mm, not really. I'm fairly excited about, about a new update for Fountain. Apparently, they're going to add the lit tag, a lit support for podcast feeds, which is live streaming and podcast feeds. That's going to be maybe interesting to play around with at least once. But like you have to mm. set up your own server and stuff, so it's more complicated until companies adapt it more. But at least that's a cool new possibility. Sorry, what what website is this? The Fountain Podcast app, fountain.fm. Oh, and you can like stream to that now. That's neat. Well, no, not stream to that. You can put a live... Well, you have the RSS feed for the podcast, which is just a text file, and that has a mm-hmm. lot of like text in it right like podcast colon title where the title is for the episode stuff like that or podcast colon person where it will have information about me and sod in it and there's also a thing called podcast live item which you put information in for when you do a live stream and then you can set up a live audio server like Icecast or Shoutcast or Azurecast. All of them have cast in the name, all of them. <laughs> and then you just drop mm-hmm. a link where that feed it, where that, not where that feed is, a link to that server into the live item tag and some more information like the title of the live stream and when it's going on, stuff like that. And then the apps can grab it. And if they support the live item tag, you can listen to it live doesn't have a chat functionality for now because that's more complicated to figure out than listening to a live audio file live radio has been a thing for the internet for literally decades so that's not very new it's just new in podcasting so that's a new thing that we may look into i think i would have at least more than the few number of apps that support it right now until we start giving it a try, because it's fairly complex to set up. But I think we can see this become a thing in the future, with podcast hosting companies maybe adding this as a feature, so you don't have to set it up yourself, you just use the server from your hosting company. It's exciting, it's very exciting. Open standard, everybody can work on it, everybody comes up with ideas. Very quick changes to it that's it i'm just kind of excited about that there's so many things there's so many things being proposed yeah well let's get out of here turn on the Again, outro song right thank you very much for listening yes we'd like to review five stars for every single episode comment if you're on the youtube channel and also if you're listening go sub over there Thank you very much. I hope you all have a fantastic day. Follow the link trees for the podcast and me and Silas. And Simon say ta-ta, Vitazain. Until we meet again. Bye-bye, my pretties. Send us an email, <laughs> uploadingpod at gmail.com. Stories, suggestions, questions, everything. Bye.